Well, welcome back to episode 14 of Failure at Its Finest Hour. Hope you guys enjoyed last week. We are going to have, hopefully, a full slate here tonight. We got bees with us now. Uh, we have no, no Kirko to start, but hopefully that can... Uh, hopefully that'll good change soon. I think he's probably going to come in in just a little bit. Chris, Chris was just actively gardening. Yeah, Crystal, yeah. what do you all have? What, 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 I should. I should. <laughs> it usually happens uh, on a Sunday after a bender, but. What the hell got going on then? Yeah, what do you got going on there in the garden? You're working 14 jobs, Tone, so give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little bit of pumpkins, a little bit of corn, some, some watermelon, a couple, couple cabbage, a couple lettuce. Oh, some cantaloupe, some corn. Is this like your oh, first like full f- haul? Like I oh, this is my first like wide variety. Like last year, I did just like tomatoes and a couple cukes, a couple peppers. But this year is just like everything that we fucking buy at the store. We're just growing at home, just trying to save a few bucks. Yeah. Plus, I really yeah. I'm growing like I think ten pumpkin plants just so my kids can fucking run through them and pick pumpkins yeah, yeah a, that'd be dope. go to a pumpkin patch and get bent over a barrel for some fucking <laughs> yeah, squash that you can't squash, squash that you can't even eat you know yes you can eat the seeds that and but, yeah. and i feel like not only do you have to pay for the pumpkins but you also have to pay for the Four iced coffees, the two cider. You gotta, you gotta pay say, for a family picture. I will You're say, like, one... step in horse shit in the corn maze. <laughs> I will say one thing about the the whole orchard thing or picking pumpkins and stuff. I didn't know until I moved down here. Like when I first started dating Amelie, <clears throat> she was like, "Oh, let's let's go to like the pumpkin patch, the orchard." And pick some apples and do like cider and donuts. And I was like, cider and donuts? Who the hell? Like, why? What are you? What? And yeah. I, I had never heard of that. I have never ever heard of that in the UP. Mm-hmm. It, like, no, it, until I was there's 25, one, 26 years old. Yeah, didn't even know it existed. There's one spot, I think, in the. Well, I th- actually, I, I, I might be lying. I think there's a spot in Barriga that you can that you can go and like pick pick pumpkins and stuff. But I know that. There's like a legitimate pumpkin patch cider experience, like somewhere towards like Escanaba. I feel like there's one okay. in like a sunflower field or something, like something stupid like that. Some fall, yeah. dumb fall, girlfriend. Oh activity. yes, yeah. But I think so Escanaba gay. is like there's an actual legitimate, like kind of like a downstate one. Because I remember when I was at Central, that was, you know, all the girls like I'm in my dorm, like oh we're going up to, yeah. uh, and they would name like a. Cider farm, shithole town, town. I gotta say though, we're deep into summer, unfortunately, Dude. which sucks. Yeah, ass. true. But I don't know how many times I've heard people, like coworkers, already say like, like complain about the summer. Like Get it's fucked. so hot. Honestly, I can't wait Get for fucked. fall. I mean, we're having we're having like I don't know about you guys up there. You guys have had some storms in the past couple weeks or something, but. Mm-hmm. Like it has been like you could you could sneeze and start a, fi- a forest fire down here. Like yeah. it is. Oh really? It is so bad. Like I can't. We can't. Even, we have irrigation at work. Can't even keep the grass green. It is so dry. It looks like a state fairground on the, our <laughs> property right now. It's just dry and crushed. I mean, it's you could brush your teeth with the grass. It's so stiff. <laughs> there, like, there is. <clears throat> uh, was it yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember. But I was. I got up for work. It was super early. I was literally about to start my coffee and the power went out like a crazy storm had rolled through and on my way to work, the lightning was crazy. Like the show, the light, light show. Oh my God. There's pictures I actually just saw on Facebook. I saw um, it too. Yeah. Lightning. It was wild. Like the spider web in the, in the, in the air, just the sideways lightning. And then all of a sudden, like you'd see it scatter. And then all of a sudden, boom, you'd see one like smoke the fucking ground. But I literally had my coffee mug, like, about to put it under my Keurig, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, at 3 in the morning, at 2.30 <laughs> in the morning. It was 3.30, it was 3.30, I was so pissed. Jesus. So just, for those who don't know, 
Tony's uh, saving up to buy Twitter from Elon Musk, and he's working <laughs> sure. 14 jobs. I'm sure. He's got 14 jobs going right now, dude. How are you even alive at this point? Like, what's your morale like? I'm fine. Just don't have much during the day. Gotta, dude, you're making yourself Got to appreciate miserable. the evenings. No, it would be nice once you once you like settle into like once you eventually pick one and just have like a normal eight hour day from like nine yeah. to five you'll just you'll just you'll have the most energy in the world you'll feel like you're on top of the world seriously yeah because i'm like 3 30 to 9 like i'm up at 3 30 worked like 4 4 30 like to like 9 or like 8 8 30 and then i'm off until like 12 30 and then i gotta be gone till like 5 5 30 that's like a farmer schedule dude but like, up before, the, <laughs> before the crack of dawn i'm so like... used to it it's not even like i don't wake up and i'm just like fucking hate my life yeah. like i'm just used... i will say that when i was like yeah when i was in the music industry like i had the weirdest hours like i'd go in the shop at 10 and like our shop hours are 10 to 6 but if it was like show days you know it's like they're at 7 a.m loading in like like sound checks and all that bs through the day watch the show load out drive two hours or more home and it was like it was like on average it was like 16 hour days so like i i really do i feel you there and and like and you're doing it's not like you're just sitting at a desk like you're doing physical labor and then you got your other job too so it's just like just chaos but in your 20s like now if i think it's weird to say like i'm only like a couple years out of the industry at this point but if I had to like jump back in and do that now, I don't know if I could do it. Like, yeah, it would take some time to get to get back to the swing of things. That'd be a lot sure. of like a lot of extra sweat for no reason, just because I'm like out of shape to haul all that crap around. But mm-hmm. um, just just wild though. Like now, I feel like if I was to ever go back to that, it might be too much of a slap in the face, like a, a slap back to reality kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anywho glad you're still alive after working 16 hour days <laughs> it's not 16 it's like 9 or 10 and when you, when you when you total it but like i said i'm not like i'm not like miserable making some bread though saving up for a house is that what the plan is yeah definitely house i mean we just signed another year on this uh house but for rent but yeah that's, a, that's our plan <laughs> but we're I don't know. It's weird. Like Marquette, like we love Marquette and stuff, but we don't know if we want to want to stick around. You know, we kind of want to go and try something else like while we're young, whether that's downstate or, you know, head more south or something just to experience it. I feel like that'd be good, like before we really have to settle. But who knows? Who fucking knows? God. So, So since Dylan isn't here and we didn't really talk about it that much, I wanted to come back to. Um, sorry if this is repetitive for the listeners, but since Chris and Aaron, you guys weren't here when Dylan and I were talking about it, going back to the old TV six Facebook page, especially Chris, um, the one post in particular, you know, what advice would you give someone who's moving to the upper peninsula? Still rocking at 3000, 3000 comments. (laughs) I just want to hear Chris. It's like low dude. It's picking low hanging fruit in these fucking comment sections dude you say one thing you could say one just it is wild like and they just get for, for, for those who don't know we're gonna tell this chris is gonna tell the story here in a second but chris shiner is an absolute predator for for facebook fodder dude stupid stupid dude. people have stupid people have no chance it is like shooting fish in a barrel for chris <laughs> it's almost like these people are just sitting on their computers waiting for that comment and then as soon as you post it, it's like boom. Like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's not right. You're wrong. Because we talk. I don't know if you guys. Fucking, I don't know if you guys listen. It's an to, addiction. It's an addiction. I don't know if you guys listened to the episode last week, but um, Aaron, or Dylan and I kind of went. We we talked about Chris's comment and everyone that had commented, <laughs> but I'm gonna run through it just one more time because it's so fucking funny, and I have it up on my computer right now. Chris commented. On the post that asked, what advice would you give someone who's moving to the Upper Peninsula? Chris said, Trevor City is the nicest part of the UP. (laughs) (laughs) And right away, right away, some guy from Manistique says, that's Lower Michigan, not the UP. 
Oh, that guy's from Manistee. Yeah, Chris says, no, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's the UP. <laughs> and then somebody else who commented from Newberry. Someone said, oh, my God. Said, I didn't uh, even know that. As someone born and raised. As someone born and raises in the UP, Trevor City. <laughs> oh, it's definitely from Newberry, dude. Every fucking, every fucking episode. I can't help but dig on Newberry. Trevor God, City is right. several hours away from the UP. And then, Chris, you commented and said you guys clearly didn't get the joke. And then still after that, somebody commented and said, correction, that's lower Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put, that's actually in Wisconsin. And then you put, no, it's actually in the UP. I was born here. And then I put, no, I'm almost positive it's Wisconsin. My parents used to go every year. But at that point, we didn't sucker anyone in. Uh, I wish. The well ran dry on that one. But- <laughs> But before, oh, well. before we get into the, there'll be another one. more comments because Dylan and I just like we talked about a couple. We didn't really read any of the comments. We just kind of were talking about uh, like how youpers act on this fucking page on the comment section. But yeah. I want to ask you guys for real. What like what would you what would your advice be to someone moving to the UP? Not not knowing Dude, that's a really not good knowing question. like where they're from or anything like city or like another just just a as vague as you can, like just a person wanted to move to the UP, what would you give? Like, what advice would you give? I, I got to go. Uh, I, I've, thought about go ahead. This for, I've, got, I've thought about this like quite a bit. And actually there was like a scholarship when I was going to Ferris and they're like, oh, we're looking to give a, a scholarship to somebody from who's like attending Ferris, um, who's from the UP. <clears throat> so I had to write like this, an essay about what it meant to be a UPer. And I think I, I can't remember. I read the essay of the girl who won it and I was like, man, this is trash. She's probably from Newberry, <laughs> but, uh, um, probably but, dude. Uh, you never know. The biggest thing that I, that I took away from growing up there is, um, is just preparation. I can't remember. There was some movie with, I don't remember whoever the guy is that the blonde guy that plays, uh, James Bond. I can't remember his name. Um, real short, short haired guy. Uh, anyways, um, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> think it's either him or is it or, jerry uh, seinfeld no. who played james yeah, dude. james bond right is it no. uh the old one or the new one no no the new one the guy the oh um, anyways he's in, a, he's in a let me let me look it up How are we here. fucking um, blanking on this it's jack nicholson dude <laughs> so anyway <laughs> so anyways uh, i think it's um is it the mechanic yeah it's the mechanic so oh it's G- like it's kind of oh. it's kind of like a james bond movie um but uh there's a quote that he's got like engraved on a gun on like a um a 45 like colt 45 and it's uh victory loves zigzags no victory loves preparation and i think that sums up the up like specifically the winners um but you've like people are going to help you out like you're stranded on the side of the road in a vehicle Mm -hmm. or or, or you need your field plowed, or um, your your wife plowed. <laughs> your wife. Oh, my God. But anyways, so yeah, that's what, true. My, my point is, um, just like preparation is is super huge. Where whether it's like um, preparing for the next season, like having stuff, like you're gonna go on a trip, you're even gonna go to Walmart and Houghton, which for Montanaga, which is an hour away, a full hour drive at sixty miles an hour. Like mm-hmm. if you don't like maybe bring have some cash for uh you know a tire change at a place yeah just in case you blow a tire and you don't have a spare like that sort of thing um that's kind of the one of the biggest things i took growing up is and and i took down here and just in my life in general is to be prepared for anything be over prepared and then and then you're then you're the cool guy when something goes wrong you're like oh no i already thought of that we got it covered Mm -hmm. like right and a lot and a lot of people you know how many times you know i think back to that story with uh cody farley and the guys when we were out on uh like the mine property at his camp <clears throat> and they're like man i wish somebody had some road flares and like out of for whatever reason i remember why we needed them um and this guy, random guy was like well, i got road flares like <laughs> just like i don't know in the woods like next to a deer camp it's like oh yeah i got yeah. some road flares what do you do <laughs> like just like little stuff like that like if you can <laughs> if somebody asks you for like uh, you know a blind squirrel you know, and you pull one out of your pocket, like that's that's being prepared. You know, and yeah, that's dude. a really random example. But, yeah. Um, yeah, shit, dude. Last week, some lady paid me thirty bucks to paint all her squirrels in her yard. 
had to catch them and paint them all. It's fucking crazy. Live traps, man. Everybody's everybody's got to have a live trap up in the UP. You yeah. never know what's gonna come crawling into their your garage. <laughs> so, anyways, dude, that's a good point. But like, um, also like things to think about when you come here is like the ease of the ease to get things that you have in your everyday life is it's not that like easy. I mean, no. I li- like living here and then like living in the city or like in a heavy populated area, you can go to a fucking Walmart or you can get a, a quick lube, like an oil change the same day, shit like that oh, yeah. shit around here. You have to like drive an hour to get anywhere or you have to wait. I mean, it's just not, it's just, it's like slow motion here, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of the same, like Dylan and I talked about, you know, not having things that you might expect to have, you know, where you're living. Like you guys mentioned, right. like Walmart's kind of, sometimes, you know, if you're not living in Escanaba, um, St. Ignis, Marquette or Houghton or Iron, Ironwood, like you're not going to have mm-hmm. many options with like, I know fast food's not a very good example because it's not like something you need, but you know, like dinner options or going to a Walmart or oh, Chris, like sure. you said, like getting your oil changed at a reasonable price. Um, but or getting, yeah, like a quick lube, something you know, that or... I, something that I part. said from the episode last week was that I like is if you want to enjoy yourself here, like if you truly want to like it and not complain ever, you need to have, it's easy. you need to have, hobbies that include what this place gives you you know yeah like you gotta be outside the snow or you know whether it's hiking or biking or fishing hunting like any of that stuff because if you don't do any of that stuff you can find yourself in such a terrible trap like this place fucking sucks why am i here well i I was thinking about that earlier today too like the up is a good platform for recreation specifically outdoor so it's not it's not like going to be handed to you on a silver platter it's not like oh i can go to like for entertainment i I can go to a movie theater down here i can go to a concert Mm -hmm. almost every night of the week like i can go see a theater show like any of that it's just like i can go five minutes down the street like these up in the up you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wait for one of those to happen and then Mm -hmm. plan to do that um when it comes around or um you know like it's like a blank slate in terms of like you can go fishing and some of the fishing spots are readily available but some of the best ones you're gonna have to do some work to get there so for people who want the instant reward for the instant gratification it's not really there in the up but it is it is beautiful at the very least and it kind of causes it causes you to slow down and just think Mm -hmm. about um you know think about everything and for people that are kind of trapped in their own heads with anxiety um it's got to be terrible because there's there's no real distraction other than like your your like very basic nature surroundings like just very quiet very still and every time i go home that's one of the biggest things like i'll always like i'll get home to my parents house get out of my car don't even load anything in if it's nighttime and i'll go out and i'll stand in the backyard and i can just I mean, I can hear my ears ringing yeah. because yeah. I have terrible tinnitus. You can hear your neighbor fucking fart when he's watering his garden. Fucking smack exactly. his wife around. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just, you just, it's just dead quiet up there. And that yeah. lack of noise pollution is incredible. Mm-hmm. And really, yeah. the only, uh, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, obviously there is crime everywhere. And there's crime here, like, even looking at the news today, like, you know, there are some cars stolen and stuff and, and like not too many murders happen up here, but like the drugs like are terrible too, for people that mm-hmm. like don't know the UP or aren't from here. So it's Lots just like creeps running around. my advice too would just be, you know, find the right people and yeah. And cause it's like, it's around. a small community yeah. too. So like your friends are limited, like where you live, like your social groups are limited. Your friends are limited. The people you interact with is like, it's the same people you see every other day, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it's easy to get mixed up with just all these fucking creeps running around. Yeah. Fucking driving around, drive around very, with their fucking mouths <laughs> open and shit. Very loyal, very loyal people, though. Like, yeah. You, yeah your, your friends are so limited if you find them. Yeah. And then you make friends with them and you don't like them anymore. 
like and mm-hmm. then you're like all right i gotta stop hanging out with you it's gonna be a bit of a problem probably because yeah, <laughs> yeah. words words gonna get around i will say yeah. i will say <laughs> dylan can you also... hear us yeah we're just we're just the... you came in like you haven't really like we talked about this in the last episode we're i'm talking we're talking about the uh tv6 post about the, what advice would oh. you give to somebody moving to the UP? So you haven't really missed much. We're kind of just going over that again. But I wanted to hear what they they uh their thoughts on. Dude, I'll say, I'll dude I'll put one one last bit in about it. My my the reason I fucking posted that comment, like it was funny, but in all reality, I wish like people would stop flocking towards the UP in a way. Like oh, drank, drank the Kool-Aid, dude. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I disagree because, like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of our problems could be solved with maybe a little more people. And yeah, I think especially, I mean, I guess it's not necessarily towards the tourists because tourists don't live here. They just come up here during certain seasons. But yeah. I feel like, you know, we can't really complain about not having things in our area if we don't want more people here. Because if we do want more people here, then that's why businesses and corporations want to have, you know, more places that can change oil in a location or maybe mm. build a Walmart or a Meyer or a Kroger in a certain location. But I also do think that it is nice not having a lot of people here because I feel like right? it's a dub- it's a double edged yeah, sword because I feel like I mean... when you get a lot of people, then you have the stress of like, we don't really have to deal with traffic ever. And, well, I mean, I, I mean, in Marquette, you kind of do, but well, yeah, you just, I don't that's know. That's a metro. That's a metropolis, dude. Marquette <laughs> is the metropolis. The UP. Huh? I said you barely have to deal with traffic. Well, I mean, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, crazy. We really, what are you talking about? We never really drove around Marquette at five o'clock on a weekday, you know, like it actually there's, there's, you know, you I'm can, saying compared like relative oh, to well, like no. some dude from Chicago. No, I, I understand know. that, but I'm saying. Like or oh, not Chicago. <laughs> I won't ever drive through Chicago again. So it is kind of a double-edged sword, I guess. You know, wanting people to come here. But there were a lot of fucking people on that post that said don't. Like just straight up. Yeah. They were just like, don't, like it's closed. And like one guy was just like, Don't move here. It's the worst place in the world. Like just, Dude, just you know trying what? to get people not to come. You know, you know, yeah, so respect. Much- the true diehard youpers was was during covid when it was like fourth of july weekend but it was during covid and like they you know tv6 shows a picture of the mackinac bridge like you mentioned in the last episode and people were just like don't come up here we're all gonna die like yeah i remember that incredible people were like get out of here you people from chicago like indiana get out of here i was just like i I couldn't even believe it they're like shut the mackinac (laughs) bridge down i was like are we? Is this a coup? Are we? Do, are we like gonna do this right yeah. now? Are we gonna What's line going up on, at the, Are we gonna line up at the at the north end of the bridge and do this? We're playing it. Red Rover. So what Dylan and I didn't really do when we were talking about this was dive a little deeper into the comments. So I'll just talking about the people that are saying like, "Don't move here." These are some of the ones that I see. No vacancy. Don't come. We have too many people. Stay downstate. Hope you're ready to live in 1995 again. And then somebody commented on that and said, um, 1950. And then, uh, sorry, we're not accepting applications. Sorry, it's closed. Feel free to go below the bridge. Some guy did some, <laughs> some guy did some, uh, some, uh, some advertising. Call Johnny's drain cleaning if your drain's back up with a smiley face. Genius. Yeah. Genius. We're full. Go back to where you came. Turn back around. Right back to where you came. <laughs> Don't this okay? Don't do it. Stay home. Stay where you are. But here's some of my favorites. Somebody put just straight up: "You are not a youper just because you live in the UP." That's his advice he'd give to somebody. Then somebody commented cold, and said, "Cold as ice, dude." Somebody commented and said, "So what are the requirements?" And he put lots of things. It's a culture, a special breed. Think about it. Moving to Japan doesn't make you Japanese. <laughs> Well, oh my gosh, dude. that guy's well educated. Yeah, he is. He's got he, he's got to go give it community college degree for sure. Uh, that boy's spitting. And then my I last, uh, Aaron. I don't know if you have any if, when you look, but somebody said, "Don't bring meth. We have plenty here." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a I've got a short list here for sure. <laughs> uh, the, 
the first one I saw that stood out was, um, and it was all spelled wrong, of course, but it was, uh, don't bring any of your city ideas up here. <laughs> and I, thought, I was like, I was like, dude, that dude drops a hard R at his kid's oh my party. Gosh. Yeah. That, that dude, that dude is like trying to bring the clan up north for sure. Uh, don't bring your gay shit around me. <laughs> Another one I had was uh, this guy said, uh, buy a two-story house. That way you have an exit in the winter, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. I like that. Uh, no exit. Somebody better like Th- those alcohol. actually exist. <laughs> this guy said better like alcohol and snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, which was kind of funny because Tony at your wedding, this kind of happened, says go to all the local wedding receptions, bring a gift or cash. Even if you're not invited, everybody's invited and shows up anyways, which is yeah, kind of true. It's a couple it's people a, that showed up. I mean, it wasn't heavy. At mine, heavy at least. wedding crash, heavy wedding crasher crew. There, it is. It definitely is. I was like, it's, it's, it's all surprising. Like, all if you're, fucking you know, come from. don't know somebody, yeah, show up and like, you're like <laughs> totally uninvited. Yeah. Be kind of weird. Congre- you're like, congrats, man. You're like, Whoa. cool, thanks. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? But you can't, you can't say it because it's your wedding. So you're just like, okay, someone on my wife's side, I guess. Yeah, you, know? you don't even know. Oh, man. Jerry, I was married to Cindy 16 years Uncle ago. Ed's, like, Uncle Ed's cousin. That's <laughs> yeah. always like the weird guy that's just like, I remember when you were knee high to a stand mouse. And you're like, who in the world like let you in here? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's your dad. It's it's like your dad's drinking buddy from like college, and he's like, "Oh yeah. man, you remember me?" And like, nah, dude. He's like, yeah, "Me and your dad were slugging beers when you were in diapers." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. So I definitely remember you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we move on, Dirty Dick Saloon. Aaron's got the fucking. Oh yeah, oh, yeah dude. He's got an absolute gem on his head right now. Yeah, it's starting to fall apart on the side, but my uh, I think when I turned. I turned it like 18 or maybe it was 16. My other grandpa on my mom's side was like, Hey, I saved this for you for back in the day. Like, here you go. And I think he knew, maybe he knew that it was like, I have to ask him. I think he knew that it was like a little bit of an innuendo, which <clears throat> to somebody like from LA, if I threw this hat in like a thrift store in LA, I mean, maybe either putting it on eBay for $500 or <laughs> something or other. Cause you know, it's like, Dirty it's dicks. like when people, People when fi- when people find like a Stubbs bar T-shirt, like Luke's buddy downstairs, like oh I thought it was cool, you know it's got like a weird graphic on it or a funny name, um, you know that's like hot in like the thrift store community. But for those who don't know, uh, Dirty Dick Richard Signory was my grandpa. He owned Max Bar in Ontonagon, which is now Roxy's. Burgers are still fire, uh, to my knowledge. Um, go there, drink. Or, or are they? I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, there were new owners that took it over. But I'm sure you'll I'm they? sure you'll belly up to the bar uh, this weekend at the all class, Tony. Maybe. I know I wanted what, to at Roxy's? I wanted to maybe eliminate the talking about all class because since this is airing after all class, but this episode is being filmed or recorded before all class. We did two this week. Um so you're hearing this on like the twenty what sixth. So happy almost end of July. Hopefully uh, I'm still alive next next yeah. week when you are hearing this um got a lot of a lot of shifts to work but uh yeah that'll be fun but i want to move on to it's not like our main topic but i know that we wanted to talk about it since it's it's happened but uh we got a huge shout out to uh Dallas Aho who is uh trying to uh i don't know create an army on twitter but it did not work uh, very well. He's, he's trying to uproot a vital piece of culture to us Ubers. So, Dude, he's starting the APA, <laughs> the anti-pasty allegiance. Dallas Ajo goes on to say on uh, July 13th, 2022, at 9.30 a.m., just a morning thought. <laughs> I would like to start a petition to rid the UP of pasties. We need to introduce a new meal to represent us. Pasties are th- awful period i think he's i think he's trying to get like a spot i think he's trying to like poke the bear a little bit and then and then be able to come on the podcast and just and just let her i'm sure some of the some of the replies were hilarious kypes whoa 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 let's take it down a notch (laughs) (laughs) and then nick easy man easy 
the guy with the sword and like fucking bunch of people coming at him. He's like Dal today when we come for him. Yeah, for real. But uh, and, which is which is funny because Nick <laughs> has not always been like ingrained with UP culture. He resisted it for quite a while. Like he really yeah until like, I mean know, I think it's true. Like once you don't really appreciate it until you leave. And I kind of wanted to bring that up r- earlier when we were talking about what advice would you give someone moving to the UP. It's not really advice, but just something that I noticed that maybe we take for granted living here, Chris, but like, and I know you're on Michigan, I'm on superior, but having the fucking lake is like such a major, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like major when, you, key. when you leave, you really appreciate it. like, holy fuck. That was amazing. Even though it's freezing right now still, but mm-hmm. what? I mean, it's, I don't know. It ain't freezing. It ain't freezing, freezing. It's cold. 45 degrees. Dude, check, was like 45 degrees. Check, check today. I checked today that yeah, website. Dude, I know. It went up, it one, degree. It went up one degree since uh, two days dude, ago. Yeah. I, I've been swimming in Lake Michigan since March, dude. Yeah. Well, it's like 68 degrees right now. <laughs> yeah. It's nice and warm. But, um, I was swim, swimming in the Manistique River yesterday. I just wanted to did you get did you fucking did a pike bite your pecker off or what? No, but dude, I almost, I fucking saw the craziest lightning of my life yesterday too. I forgot to tell you, I was fucking, I found this little spot where I was hitting some rainbows, just like little tiny ones. And, um, it was cloudy and I thought the rain was done and it was like, I just got out there. It took me like three minutes to walk through the river to get to my spot. And I throw like four casts on the fourth cast, like a trout, like jumps out of the air at my bait. At the same time, the biggest, brightest crack of lightning strikes like right in front of me in the fucking lake. Holy shit. It was like, <laughs> and like lit up the sky. God damn. And I was like, fuck. And I boogied like so fast. Yeah, that's. I don't even remember. I don't remember running out of the river. I just like instantly sprinted all the way to the van. Yeah, that. Did you guys see that video of that car that got struck by lightning in Florida? No. No, yeah, they dude, have like a, that's they like, had like a dash. That's my fear. They had like a dash cam. I know that's like it's the same. Like you always hear about it. Like you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning. I swear to God, like somebody's getting struck like in the news like every week. It's like, well, these fuckers are getting yeah, popped. Dude. Yeah, that is. You get de- unlucky on a fucking bad definitely day. Definitely, my you know? fear is getting struck by lightning. I thought, I thought if you got struck by lightning in a car, you're all right though. Yeah, you are. You Cause, are because the tires. Because the tires. The rubber. But. Just the experience, just the noise, like, boom, like the fucking loud, like, because yeah, like yeah. when you're in your house and you hear the thunder, like when you hear the lightning crack, it's like, you're like, holy shit. And it's like miles Hang on away. A minute. I mean, I've, I've had it hit pretty close to me before and it's fucking, it's sketchy, loud. Sound. It is scary, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know you what? Can feel I had, it. Had, it makes the hair stand on the back of your neck. I had one you when I was it. like on my way to work in the morning <clears throat> and it, I was at an intersection in the telephone pole, like kitty corn, like diagonally across from me. Like nail the transformer, just like damn sparks, sparks, and just like it was a, <laughs> one of the loudest things I ever heard in my life. But I have a definitely f- uh, makes your stomach drop. Yeah, that's I have for a sure. funny ass story. I was on the beach with my parents and Nick and Logan Wasi, Liv, Luke. We were all there because this huge fucking storm was rolling in over the lake. Like coming God, from that the, is funny. Like coming from the north and uh, just coming right at us. And uh, yeah. All of a sudden, the beach, we're taking pictures, lightning stri- striking like on the water, and it's like coming closer. We wanted to see the the waves ripple when it was rolling in, wanted to feel the sand hit us, and we're sitting there, and Nick's friend Logan Wassey was with us, and we're all just like looking up in the sky like, wow, this is awesome, and it was like starting to roll in. All of a sudden, Logan's fucking hair started to stick up, and we were, <laughs> oh, like, we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> we all started yeah, running oh. to the house. My dad was like, right. everyone get to the garage. <laughs> His fucking hair just started to stick up, and we were, like, all just freaking out. It was so funny. And we got in the garage, Dude. and we were like, oh, my God, Logan's going to die. There's been a few times I've been, now that I think of it, there's a few times where I've been close to lightning, dude. And one of these days, it's going to fucking get one of us. Just, dude, shut just if up, we keep, dude. keep talking about it, dude, just stop talking true. about it. That's true. Onto the- dude, I'm thinking, though, did they ever, did, is it true that you actually survive in a car? Have you like? Well, I mean, it, it's a, where's where's the proof? It depends on. Oh, I mean, the people in Florida were fine. Hmm. Well, theoretically, if you get struck by in your car and all four tires are touching the ground, yeah, like there's no way for the electricity to ground 
to the actual ground because the fucking rubber tires are like act like insulators. Right. Wouldn't wouldn't there be some sort of transfer of energy from like the strike hitting the car? No. I think growing up, I thought like when you were in, wouldn't it blow out the windows or something? Like if you were floating in the air and got hit by lightning somehow, like you wouldn't get electrocuted because you're not touching. It's the same shit. Like you wouldn't blow up. (laughs) Yeah, like their windows didn't break or anything. Which is did did you guys ever hear like growing up if you were in a car and lightning struck to keep your feet on the ground? No, don't lift your feet up if you get struck by lightning. Or maybe that's a Maybe that's, that's when you're like maybe on that's the ground outside. Line. You that's should it. jump. You should try and jump if lightning strikes. Depends how. So you don't... This article it depends says... how quick you can be, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it depends this... how high you can jump. You know what else you should do? You know what else? Speaking of jumping, you know, when you're in an elevator and it's falling, you should jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. 100% fact that you won't die. Plus, yeah, right. Plus, I heard, because I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm fucking deathly afraid of elevators like if i have really? to go more than 10 stories in an elevator i'm fucking taking the stairs like i'm not kidding like i remember <laughs> we stayed we, we went to a packers lions game in like 2019 at in detroit and we stayed at this hotel downtown we were on like the 40th floor and i was like oh my god i was like are you fucking kidding me and they're like all right let's go and like going to the elevator and i was like i'm not fucking going in there are you kidding me i'm not going 40 stories up and I didn't know that, like, every elevator, if it was built, like, after 1940, has, like, those brakes on it. So, like, yeah. it'll never fall. And that's if, like, the brake system malfunctions, which is, like, I guess very rare. But, so I'm a little better, mean, you never know, yeah. a little better now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't really have to take any elevators over three stories being in the UP. Dude, those don't, those don't exist in the UP. I don't, I think that, let's see, what's the tallest building in the UP? Um, probably the market. That's a good Marquette Hospital. Question. That actually it might be, and that's like ten stories only. Google it. Someone Google that shit. I don't even know. I'm, if that, I'm on it right now. I don't even know if that. Yeah. I don't even know if that would even Paul be on. Oh. Buildings well, let's see. Chris, you know Escanaba better than me. Is there anything it's in Escanaba? Nothing. It's in no, Marie, Michigan. Marie, Michigan, located at 326 East Portage Avenue, is the tallest observation tower in the Upper Peninsula. Oh, there's no it's, the, it's, it's called the Harbor Tower, so it's in Escanaba. Sorry, it's a viewing oh. tower, though. It's probably stairs. Hey? Is it like no, no, this outdoor rig. <clears throat> no, it says the Harbor Tower, Upper, Upper Peninsula's tallest building. It looks like it's apartments, high rise buildings. Hmm. No, it's office building. <laughs> it says <laughs> six stories. <laughs> says, uh, Upper Peninsula is no epicenter to skyscrapers and high-rise buildings. And driving through Marquette or Houghton, you'll count just a few buildings that scratch the sky at around 10 stories. But if you want to see the the real deal, the Omega of the Upper Peninsula skyscrapers, make your way to Esky Banana to see the tallest building in the Upper Peninsula. Guess how many stories this thing is, dude. I'm going to say 12. Yeah, twelve. I was going to say 12. I'll, I'll, I'll go 13. 18 Eight. stories. 18? Holy oh shit. Fuckers up there. It's a, it Man, doesn't just... look like the uh, doesn't look like the Upper Peninsula will be getting a Trump Tower anytime in the next decade. That son <laughs> so, of a bitch. No, so until then, if you're looking for a high rise living, so it's it's apartments. 18 stories. Uh, that's pretty high though. Here's here's something. Here's something. Yeah, that know. makes me think about I wonder um if the missile missile silo tunnels are deeper than um how tall the tallest building is in the up 100 percent. think so oh yeah for sure 18 stories as well like almost 200 feet i don't fucking know do i look like a mathematician if I yeah was, it's like 10 feet a story right 10 feet a story i feel like that's right yeah roughly <laughs> Missile silos in the UP. Are there there are missile silos on the UP? Ki Sawyer, I thought. Speaking of speaking of meth. Yeah, dude, we gotta do we gotta do some research into Ki Sawyer. Yeah, let's just say it's two hundred feet. That I guarantee you, there's a fucking missile silo two hundred feet down the ground. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. Now, now come to think of it, like how deep is an average? I bet there's fucking mines way deeper than that. 
Dude, the Quincy Miner. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Yeah, I was going to say the Quincy's definitely, it has to be. Yeah, was it, the, the Red Jacket shaft is like a mile and some change down. Do you remember when a professor, oh, remember when a professor fell into that, one of those fuckers? <gasps> there was a Michigan Tech professor like 10 years ago. He was in that okay, area so. and he, he went into a place he shouldn't have and he fell down one of the mine shafts. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, uh, uh, 1987 Calumet and Hecla's red jacket shaft had reached a vertical depth of 4,900 feet, making it the deepest mine in the world. Now that's 1897. In yeah. 1897, wow. it was the deepest mine in the world. You said 4,800 so 40, feet? 4,900 feet? 4,900 feet. Just so. shy of a mile? Four, hey, four hey, Aaron, feet. Why, Aaron, why don't you take a look at my red jacket shaft? <laughs> Good grief. So speaking of the mines and coming back to the pasties, um you know, oh yeah we, that's where we we, we, we briefly perfect segue we briefly talked about uh pasties and like how how they're made um it, the history of the pasties <laughs> shut up Goes back. so this is from uh, a healthier michigan.org this is definitely uh definitely healthy so when you think of the upper peninsula's favorite food what's the first thing that comes to mind unfortunately dallas it is pasties the Passy came to the United States when Cornish miners immigrated here in the 1840s. It says the dish can be dated all the way back to 1150 in England. It says the Passy gained popularity with miners because it was easy to bring into the mines. It kept them full throughout the long day wor- long day's work and could stay warm to up to 10 hours. Holy shit. If the oh. Passy did become cold, miners could easily heat them up by placing it on a shovel and warming it up over a heat lamp candle. A pasty once started. Just eat it cold. It says a pasty once started a mining fire when a miner forgot about his pasty warming <laughs> on the on the in the lard caught fire. That's hilarious. Oh, could we forget the great fire? <laughs> the crust of pasties were often initialed, so the workers would know which pasty belonged to them. The cook could customize each one based on the miner's preferences. Miners would leave the crust. Listen to this. Miners would leave the crust for the mine ghosts. And goblins, they believed inhabited the mines. What the fuck? Oh, those guys are those guys are screwed up, man. <laughs> which can, crust is which, one of the best part. Which saved workers yeah, from they consuming the arsenic up. dust on their hands. That makes sense, oh. I guess. Not the fucking oh. goblins and ghoul shit. Uh, once mining ended, the passy lived on through the Finns and the Italians. Poor one out, or not poor one out, but whatever. Uh, when the Mackinac Bridge opened in 1957, <laughs> allowing tourism to the UP for Lower Peninsula Michiganders, Pasty started worst day be, of the UP's life. Pasty started to be sold in shanty towns. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Pasty started to be sold in restaurants. Says Governor George Romney made May 24th statewide National Pasty Day. You want to celebrate? You want to represent? This year we're doing it big, just for Dallas. So this says, the while the pasty spices differ between recipes and nationalities, something they all have in common is potatoes and onions. The traditional Cornish, pa- Cornish pasty has sliced vegetables, while the evolved Uper pasty has diced ve- vegetables. The correct, Gotta get the diced veggie. The correct way to eat a pasty is from the top down. So if you don't finish no. the two-pound pastry, you can save it for later. The UP pasty hmm. is eaten with ketchup only. But if you oh. want to identify yourself as a tourist, you can ask for what, gentlemen? Gravy, Gravy. you fucking snob. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And it actually gives Uncultured a list. It says, swine. looking to get your hands on a pasty? Check out one of these pasty shops around Michigan. Barb's Pasty and Pizza and Clausen. You know what you tell someone who, who asks for anything other than ketchup? You tell them, yeah, I suggest an ask. There's literally them. more downstate <laughs> shops than up shops on this list disgusting yeah, there's there's 10 there's 10 there's 10 restaurants they they post the majority of ones in up are like hey come to my basement six, buy six of them are downstate yeah the ones in Dude, the up the best... are lowry's oh and marquette caliva and hancock caliva cafe is really good in hancock dauber's pasties in escanaba and Mal- slaps Maldoon's pasties and gifts in munising slaps they forgot fucking miners pasty I forgot fucking Hiawatha pasty, Lados, Sunnis. I gotta say, Dan Schoberlein commented on Dallas's and said, "Gotta try one from Nordines and Waters Meat. Some good stuff, right?" Nordines, nice, nice. I don't know, man. Like the whole thing with like, 
I don't know. I feel like it's such a like like I feel like it's more of a uh, just like a UP pastime. You know what I mean? Definitely true. No, it's it's the thing that it's like really like, really like anyone could make them. You know what I mean? Like obviously there's some places that are perfected doing it and like you know just have like a good following and like <laughs> you know, some some places put different ingredients in them. Obviously, but I'm just saying like preach it, brother. And I, I will say I really do like pasties, but I feel like when I get them, it's for like a special occasion. You know, I'm not like a true right, youth yeah. that like every other day for lunch. Indulges. I'm like, I got to get me a pasty. Yeah. I will say you know, I do have a pasty punch card at the local market. <laughs> Jack, Jack's pasties are actually awesome. I really, Pretty spot on. They, I will and say they, that. And, even, and, and I dare to say that I even tried the wilder. You know, the cheeseburger Dude, and whatnot. Their specialty oh, pasties good. are where it's very at, homie. They got a broccoli cheddar pasty I, that's I, off you know the what, fucking you know charts. Just, you know what just reminded me of the fucking cheeseburger one? So Roy's pasties in Houghton, which yeah. re- regular pasty is delicious. But I remember Nick and Ani were up in Houghton and we went to Roy's for breakfast. No, it was the breakfast. Was it the breakfast pasty? Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, it was. We went there for a breakfast pasty. And it was, you know, just like egg, sausage, cheese, onion, just classic breakfast mm-hmm. dish. And my God, Nick and I had the shits all day from that. <laughs> really? Yep. So do not get the breakfast when, pasty from Roy. One going greasy little it was bugger. Bad. I got a good story. I got a good story about a pasty. <clears throat> Me and Amelie went down to the farmer's market here in Grand Rapids, which totally sounds like a Grand Rapids thing to do. And it absolutely is. But we were cruising through and I saw, we stopped, she stopped to get coffee at this coffee shop and there were people at the coffee shop. They didn't have food. Uh, They weren't selling food at the coffee shop. There were people sitting there eating pasties. And I was like, oh, I know where this is going. I was like, they're selling pasties at that farmer's market and I'm going to find out who's selling Oh, baby. So so we go to the farmer's market. We walked out. She's like, oh. You're getting me fucking hot, dude. She's like, look at these fresh tomatoes. I'm like, no, no, we know where this is going. And uh, so Don't I eventually find the pasties and, and I walk up and I'm looking. He's like, hi, how you doing? And I was like, boy, buddy, you're working yeah. barking up the wrong fucking tree. <laughs> let me tell you. What can I get you there, and fella? Like, yeah. You're like, ah, 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 ah. And so he's got a, he's got a yeah, just like a, just like a rabid, just a rabid dog, just with mange. He's got a leash. Amelie's like holding, yeah, out, get holding you back. away from me, man. Foaming at the mouth. So I was like, I was like, all right. So like, what do you got here? And he had a couple different versions and stuff. And he's like, I can't remember what they call their traditional, like, you know, Cornish or Uper pasty. But I bought it and he's like, uh, or I bought two of them. And I was like, He's like, yeah, let me know how they are. And I'm like, oh, I'll let you know. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna tear you a new one on Google if if this is bad. And uh, I, was like, and yell. I was like, I was like, you this just, fucking you table. Just, <laughs> I was like, you just sort of you just sold a born and bred youper two pasties. And if they're dog shit, you're gonna know about it. <laughs> and I had I had him and I had to say um the filling was great. He had it dialed in the filling. Uh, all the all the major players are there: beef, pork, um, rutabaga, rutabaga, carrot, carrot, tomato, and onion. Gotta get the rutabaga. Just gonna ask you guys you like rutabaga. And I will say, that his, yeah. his crust was not uh, was not up that's, to par. And that's had, and that's kind of like that's, that's, that's it, dude. That's what you kind of had. A... I'm sorry, Aaron, but that you just got me excited because that is the crust is if it's ass, mm. your pasty's ass. I'm sorry. Yep. Everything else can yeah. be perfect, but like, if the crust isn't <clears throat> crust isn't 100%. there. It's not there, dude. Very you gotta have it. You gotta have it. Like there's a there's a there's a threshold where it's it's over dry, or it's too cakey and doughy. You know, yep. 100%. and you gotta get it to where it's just like a perfect, you know, crisp, like a dry, powdery, crispy over the edge, but it doesn't just fall into fucking right. pieces as soon as you bite it. We were talking it. about UP gems and treasures. You don't want pasty crust on your balls and your, your truck, you know, when you're driving. You're driving. <laughs> my biggest thing is fucking... my biggest thing is like what Chris was saying with like the obviously like the the crust needs to be moist, but not too moist. And obviously <laughs> moist. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what I mean? But for real, um, my biggest thing is like if I can eat it without ketchup, like it's a good like it yeah. should be. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should at least. That's part of the pasty grading scale for a youper too. Mm-hmm. You know, like in summer. Like if, in summer, for example, like Lados, like Lados, dude, I can grab one of them fuckers and like literally open it and eat it without anything. Just hammer it. Hammer it while I'm driving. 
Now, coming back mm-hmm. to Dallas's tweet, I know Aaron and I were kind of talking about this earlier, but he, he 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 suggests that we need to introduce a new meal to represent Youpers. And if it wasn't, a, yeah. if it's not a pasty, it's easy. It's easy to say that it's like someone like someone that says that like let's get a new meal like how about you make a new meal for for you present yeah aaron yeah. and i were thinking like kudigi anything with kudigi and i mean that's just like another i don't know dude kinda, that, that's I, don't, like, I don't really like kudigi though to be honest Kudigi's like kind of like a weird like the italian youpers made it the fucking dagos and ishpeming and yeah. um i don't know it's like a weird italian sausage it's good don't get me wrong like it's a good hot sausage Mm-hmm. But am, am I am I as excited for Kudigi as I am for a pasty? Absolutely not. You know, I can't think of anything else that has like the. I'm like trying to think like, like, you know, there's like attributes as a pasty. You know what I mean? There's like well, there's the, the Detroit style Coney. You know, you get the Chicago dog. What's what's the Uper dog pasty filling <laughs> on a fucking hot dog? And it, and it, I I I I want to say that. I do like pasties and stuff, but um, I- I'm kind of on Dallas's train as I hate how like youpers are just like like p- pasties just like thrown on them in a way like yeah like for an example ah. when Finding Bigfoot came up here, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And they tried catching a Sasquatch in Munising, and they were putting out pasties next to a fucking trap. Yeah, fucking idiotic. And so it's like, I don't like that part of it. I don't like that part of it. They didn't even give him ketchup. (laughs) That's probably why they didn't catch him. Sasquatch wanted ketchup. It's real real dry. They sat out. What the fuck is this? Just bad bait, dude. Bad bait. Oh, is this for my awesome pasty? (laughs) Which also reminds me, talking about Bigfoot, did you guys, like, uh, Kipes messaged me the other day. I don't know if he got a hold of you guys, but did you see that new movie called Nope? Yeah, that tra- the trailer. Yeah, you, dude. you guys got to. shit looks crazy. You guys got to watch the trailer. It's like the first, like, I don't know, modern like UFO, like a good, like it looks yeah. like a good alien UFO movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to him about it, and to me, it looked like the sequel to Mel Gibson's Signs. Yeah, it does. Signs is a great movie, but but, but like with like an incredible budget, right? Just like, right, you know, blown out of the water, yeah, kind of thing. So. I'm excited to see it. Me too. Me too. I'm glad you brought up Science because that was that was a fantastic fucking movie. That that movie yeah. used to scare the shit out of me when I was younger. When the alien like Fuck walks yeah, through the alley on the yeah. news, oh, like, yeah. it's like no, oh, shut it up. Bad nightmare fuel. Name a movie. I never, I never <laughs> left the door. <laughs> Name a movie. I never left the door cracked open after that movie. Name a movie. Any movie. Jaws. Jaws. That's a good movie. <laughs> oh my gosh so that's kind of our <laughs> pasty talk i don't know if you guys want to add anything I'm more so fucking I'm, stupid. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna send out a message to dallas Dale because i remember the one food that dallas absolutely loved when i actually started hanging out with dallas after he threw my calculator out the window during algebra class is he loves hot ham and cheese that's like his like hot ham and cheese panini that's him and maybe this is too much but Dallas, next time I'm in the UP, I will make a pasty. It will be filled with hot ham and cheese, maybe a couple pickles, and you will like a pasty. You just need the right pasty for you. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Unordered Jax topic. has it, dude. I was gonna say Jax it sounds like a, that sounds like a big ass hot pickles. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a, maybe he doesn't like the crust, but we'll we'll see. Mm. So the next topic, dude, we got to talk about it. Weaponized dogs. <laughs> oh, right dude, in, just right Did in. Did you guys it. see it? Just just, just Did you hard see it? stop. What in the world is going on here, dude? We got a dog militia out here. So let's let's pause. If you're listening to this, pause pause this episode and just like go onto Twitter and look up weaponized dogs, or just type in dog robot gun, and it probably it's probably gonna pop up. Dude, just retweet it from our Twitter page. I'll do, and then we'll, I'll send we'll, you the we'll link. Post it. But if if you didn't catch the tweet, because we only have like ten followers, uh, <laughs> follow the oh, socials fuck, at FAF Hour. Um, but we will post the video because it is fucking crazy. Okay, you can now press play. And a lot of a lot of these, so like in the video, there's been a lot of like, okay, guess like Twitter, like Facebook stuff, like videos of these dogs that like have perfect balance. They're motorized. Yeah, and, and they're eight, they, I believe they have like intelligence levels too. These dogs are. 
well these they're like a robot it's a robot company that makes like ais and they make these dogs and um like do you remember last year seeing it was maybe like a year ago or two years ago yeah they, people like, had them like them dan- and shit? yeah and people had them like dancing on like mm-hmm. there's like like robotic dog dancing videos yep and, and running and like then, an obstacle course yeah and then like an hour before this podcast we started recording Chris sends me this video of a dog with like an AR-15 on it, just like, like just whoa, like fucking pause. Like what is that? Like kind of like dancing around and like there's a <laughs> there's like a guy like, off in the distance and it's yeah. shooting blanks. It is shooting blanks and the recoil. No, it's, the those are live like, rounds, dude. Those are live are rounds actually, into a target range. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> oh that thing had a fucking. That's an AK-47 on top of it. So please, please look this up. This is absolute insanity. But I do have to bring in some history here. Um, on Wikipedia, of course, the, the 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 god source for anything information related, totally unedited, edited by the public, and pure fact. Anti- <laughs> this is a reliable anti- source. Correct. Anti tank dogs uh, in Russian Russia and in, in Germany um, were dogs taught to carry explosives to tanks, armored vehicles, and other military targets. They're intensively trained by the Soviet and Russian military forces between 1930 and 46 used against german tanks in world war ii initially the dogs were trained to leave a timer detonated bomb and retreat but this routine was replaced by an impact detonation procedure which killed the dog in the process so the suicide, suicide dog and so i can't even believe like you know you read like world war one and world war ii history and it's just like they were they were creating all sorts of ways to fuck each other up but now with modern technology we've gotten to an absolute sick level of yeah. anti-tank dogs militarized weaponized Milita- dogs yeah what, what did they always say like when they were making like the human ais and stuff did they ever mention because i swear I, I i can't remember if i'm i have it backwards or not but did they say that they were never going to intentionally make things that were going to work for the military or was that the whole reason for it for some so reason, part of the reason for yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember thinking, like, they were like, oh, they would never use it in the military because, you know, then that's going to start, like, uh, like the robots, like, taking over. And, like, you know, instead of the dog shooting the enemy, it's going to, like, turn around and just start shooting, like, their creators. I mean, a lot of those systems are basically just, like, auto-aim assisted systems, like, that have been used for years. I mean, think about, like, a javelin. It's a guided missile that just hits a target. So, like, those all those devices they are programmed just to you know aim on aim onto a target and lock onto it so it's not really designated to who who it's aiming at it's just i mean they're still controlled yeah it, it, they, it can't it can't think it can only yeah it can only until it thinks it only think and then with, until it <laughs> thinks <laughs> i guess that's the problem with, people with are worried about it can only respond to the information it could that's what i'm afraid of dude like yeah, you put the fucking you already you got the guns on the dogs already okay <laughs> that video is just fucking it's crazy. stop just stop you don't need to make them smart you don't we'll need to do anything to, else with the fucking dogs i need to jump on twitter as people are listening to this and repost the the dog video yeah um, shout out to aaron aaron's been running the twitter for the last couple of weeks oh yeah, nice we, we gotta get some we gotta get some homies in the chat because seriously twitter yeah twitter yeah for real dude used. just Twitter's like so like fucking dry even if you're hearing this go- like even if you like if you have twitter but you just like don't go on it i really want like i think for me the biggest thing i wanted for twitter was people to give us like ideas suggestions tell us stories dm us um yeah just or just go and follow us. I mean, it's, don't be a fucking bitch, dude. Brutal. Just say something. It's been brutal <laughs> yeah. uh, since we made it, but uh, we do appreciate the people that are that do like, you know, retweet <laughs> and favorite like when we do come out with episodes and stuff. But really, well, you're if welcome. You, man. If you want, well, you're welcome. If, <laughs> yeah, all of us. It's just all of us. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. It. But um, we'll just fucking tweet each other. Seriously, DM us ideas, there. suggestions. If you want us to talk about something, it's not like we're running out of ideas, but it's just like. We would love to have that interaction and kind of give. Just need you some feedback. You want. We need some feedback. Yeah, we and we've right. also got we got we got an email people can hit us up at. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. maybe it's not in the header in our Twitter. Maybe I should put that in there. But get that in there because I know we got journalists that are dying <laughs> to fucking send us this stuff. All right, so we're, no, we're gonna, um, we're, 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 you go, Chris. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead because I was gonna transition. No, 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 you go ahead. 
No, 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 you Tony. go. <laughs> Tony. Tony. I just Tony. think it'd be funny. Like, like what? Like, like think, think of what normal dogs, like how dog owners treat the dogs, right? They're going to have a funny name. What would be like a funny, what would be a funny name for one of these weaponized dogs? You know, like Fido 1, Fido 2. Like, those are terrible. Yeah. Names. But like what? grump, like grumpy, like they name them after the. <laughs> they, name after the they name after the three stooges, or name them after like <laughs> the choppers, <dwarves>. fucking Rex. <laughs> like yeah, what would Rex. what would like I don't know. what would like taking your what would like taking your weaponized dog to like the groomer look like? Is that like an oil change <laughs> or like, like Re- a, grease like the fittings? Yeah, grease the fittings. You're gonna put like a spoiler from a Honda Civic on the back of this dog, like Ooh, seems like this puppy needs a software update. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that is fucking. Oh hilarious. my gosh. Oh shit. All right, we're gonna transition before... transition. Yeah, <laughs> transition. Um before oh. we before we close it out, because we haven't gone for about like an hour, which is crazy, time's flying by. Um and I, I was thinking about this. With uh, Molly, we were on our way to Christmas actually last weekend, and uh, I wanted Molly to pick a song on my phone. I wanted her to take the ox because I had been playing like almost the whole way, and I was like, "Come on, just pick a song." I was like, "If you were on your way to the electric chair, and they gave you headphones for one song, what would you play?" I want you to play it now. And then I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That's a great question." So I wanted to ask you guys. If you were on your way to the electric chair and they sat you down in the chair and they had the guy at the lever and they gave you headphones and you could listen to one song before they pull that, what is it? (laughs) All right, this is going to be a two-hour episode. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I know the the thoughts are... I said... uh, uh, hmm. Sarah McLaughlin. Dude, will you remember me? <laughs> oh my god! I'm just gosh. kidding. No, I have one. I guess I'll go um, first. I yeah, um, I d- yeah, I tried to not think about it too fast because I was thinking, would you want? I got be- the one that yeah. There's three. There's three. There's three categories really. You could go like really sad, like it reminds you of like all the memories and stuff, and like this gets really dark, or like two. You want to go out with a bang, like, you know, whether you want to play, like, Zeppelin or something, like, get yourself hyped. Or three, just, like, a great song, like, a great, uh, like, 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 um, like, a great, like, well-put-together song that you just want to hear that has, like, really good structure and, like, maybe a really good guitar solo and, like, this. But I, my pick would be Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Mm. That would be my pick because I'm going out with a bang. Nice, mine. Um, hmm. I know it's like an impossible question to answer. Mine is probably uh, "Sweet Leaf" by Black Sabbath. Okay. <clears throat> Damn, bro, I'm still thinking. Aaron, did no. you? Did you? Oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it, dude. I got it. I got it. I got oh, it. Real, dude. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Look at this. I'll pull the trigger right when I. No, dude. Or pull the um, lever. Mary Jane's Last Dance is actually my answer. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. That's a good one. That's probably my favorite song of all time, at least living right now. So Electric Avenue. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god, that's good. That's good. Time to pretend by MGMT. Oh man, that's a, such a hard go. question. Honestly, yeah, it, it's really hard. It's like it's ba- it's essentially asking what's your favorite song, but not the because first, of the situation, I guess. The first song that came to my head <clears throat> was just for like comedic relief while you're in the electric chair is <laughs> uh, "Let Me Go" by the band All Get Out. And for those of you listening. Most of you have never heard of this. I know Kipes is going to get a kick out of this, but <clears throat> it's a song called Let Me Go by All Get Out. Go to it on Spotify, and at the five, the timestamp, five minutes and 44 seconds, 
um, you're, you're, that's when they pull the lever and I start to feel electricity, that's the moment that I want to feel the electricity is at that moment. So I'll get out. Don't let me go. Mm-hmm. Five minutes and 45 seconds in. That's a great one. Dude. Cause that song and really does just like, end like it just end like it's, it just ends abruptly. And it's just it's, curtain call. That's, that's it, dude. That might be the perfect answer. Cause it's just, or, or the same thing you could do brand new fucking silk glam metal lime at the end when the record scratches. Like that's oh, right, yeah, right with the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! True. So, uh, being on, being serious. I would want to. I think I would like be like, yeah, let's go, let's fucking do this. I would. I played fucking photograph by Def Leppard, man. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude! Oh man, dude, you've that's liked like that song since we were teenagers yeah. too. I love that song. Live, True. live wire, live wire by yeah. Motley Crue. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's another brilliant song. I remember, I, I remember, I played that one when we were on the way to the sex shop to like pick up the blow up doll. Maybe it was we were going somewhere else for Tony's bachelor party, and I played that in the truck. And I think Tony, you said you're like, dude, I need some like cocaine. Live wire. Like we're like in the in a vehicle, like six of us. No one's got and like any substance no. to use. Like, like I feel like, like oh, I should be man. intoxicated with something right now. Sober, inebriated <laughs> of something. Well, that was awesome. That was uh, the first run through without any stops. Which that was. Yeah, definitely. It goes by so much faster. Yeah, I know. It's so much better when you don't have to wait or cancel every forty minutes. That was great. Yeah, I just want to yeah. say. I just want to say. If we're not getting into this now, which I don't believe we are. I was going to say, you guys want closing closing remarks? Tune, tune in next week for the Dumpster Water Grill. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. I know. I totally forgot about that, Aaron. That'll be good, though. Next week, we'll have, we'll that have, sounds gross. We'll have material we're right away. Do, I love it. We're going to do, do a Dylan and Chris live reaction of the Dumpster Water Grill. Okay. Say no more. Right. Say no more. All right. And I'm, I'm going to try and eat a good pasty this week. True, and yeah, I'm gonna let's, let's rec- get, I'm gonna record an audio bit. And we're adding it to it. Let's get a review <laughs> Just us then, chewing Chris. it. Send it to Dallas. Mm-hmm. You hear that? That's me chewing a pass to you, fucker. <laughs> and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I don't even need any fucking catch up, dude. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. To failure at its finest hour. I saw, dude. There was a dude ripping fucking pills in the back room one time. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Penguin! It was Penguin! Nice. Another perfect round. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. Thanks for listening.